0: You're listening to the point with Pastor Gray on At the Church Radio. Church Radio, Church Radio, Church Radio.
1: Praise the Lord and welcome to the point. It is Wednesday, January 12th of 2022, and we're so glad to be here, even though we are fighting all kinds of things along the way. Uh, as you may notice, our sound is messed up this morning, our cameras are messed up this morning. I'm, I'll be glad if this actually just uh, records and goes out there today um, since Facebook doesn't look like it's cooperating either. So if you're catching us live, please let us know. Throw us a thumbs up, give us a like, share this, please, to somebody, uh, because according to Facebook, nothing's happening but it is happening so and yes that is just as confusing as it sounds and there's nothing i can do about it so we're just going to keep praising the lord anyway and we'll keep on doing what we know to do here i am joined in the studio by my brother mark and brother woods here so glad to see you all today
0: yes yes good to be here uh,
1: we are praising the Lord. It is a nice and sunny day today. Oh, yes. It warmed up a little bit. Uh, for once, it was, what was it, five degrees the other day? Or, yes, it or was. Or lower yes. and, yes. and uh, ice and cold Three. and everything. And then today I went outside and like the sun's shining. And like, wow. It's almost so it's, 40 degrees. Yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So that's a blessing. Well, thank you all so much all for joining us. And uh, you got something on your heart, Brother Woods? Yes,
0: I, yes, I do, Brother Sam. Today. I uh, thank God for... <clears throat> kind of giving it to me and and i was uh usually trying to wait for him to give some kind of unction and mm-hmm. as to what's good to talk about and uh he has really helped me on that so i want to lean out to my own understanding mm-hmm. but um we'll talk to attempt to talk today that about something that i think is relevant to not only every child of god but uh people everywhere and uh trying to draw a correlation between or using an analogy of uh, the word of God uh, as compared to things that we experienced in everyday life mm-hmm. and brother Sam I'd like to uh, uh, start off this segment with uh, going to second Peter first chapter and either you or brother Mark read it for me I'd like to go um, well let's see uh, uh, verses one through verses 1 through 11.
1: All right, right. Second Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Yes, sir. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see far off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall, for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and
0: Savior, Jesus Christ. Alleluia, God. That's heavy weight. Mm. As there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of depth in basically uh, from verses three through 11. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what i have kind of like to attempt to do today, brothers, uh, I was taught a while back that we can call this spiritual addition, uh, the add-ons mm-hmm. that when we, be, we initially saved and how God deals with us and comes to perfection and how he works with us. And I'd like to uh, use a phrase of added value. Mm. Now, added value is something that we all can relate to, and even in industry. Now, we know that uh, you know you you got we have different things that mankind has done in the manufacturing sector. Anything that's produced. We know that man is uh, behind most everything. Well, behind everything that we, we see and share, we utilize in our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to use an illustration, brothers, if you would allow me. <clears throat> excuse me. I worked for, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, brother Sam. I worked for almost 47 years in the envelope industry mm-hmm. and started off, uh, the company was called uh, USC or United States Envelope. And the United States Envelope was starting all uh, started um, out of the original 13 col- colonies on the mm. East Coast. Yeah. Right. That, that's where they that's where they're, they're, they they uh, originated from. From there they <clears throat> spread to the other parts of the United States, and uh, uh United States envelope became uh West Vaco, then it became Mead West Vaco, and then it became uh Sinveo. But during that almost 47 years, the ins and outs of Envelope manufacturing—it uh, was quite a change in the way things were done mm. from when I started. <clears throat> excuse me, in nineteen sixty-eight. Now, what I have here are envelopes, and these are these would be added value envelopes. Okay. Now you see most of them; they have a window, mm-hmm. and they have a double window. Then we have these types of windows.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It also has. Most of them have an inside tent for -hmm. security. Right. Mm. And and then we see the printing on the envelopes, maybe front and back,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: postmarks or what have you. Mm. And all these are added values to an envelope. And what they do is they start off with a plain white envelope and the customer orders for either certain types of printing uh, different colors in the printing inside tent, a double window, a special window, uh, and maybe or and or special seal gum seals. Mm-hmm. Now, that envelope starts off from the meal uh, as a roll stock. That roll stock is later uh, put on, put on, put put on a roll <clears throat> and sent to the various envelope manufacturers mm-hmm. and. From the mill, it goes by truck to the different factories. It's offloaded from the truck and it's stored in the warehouse. And like I said, 47 years I spent in that industry. So I mostly know most of the ins and outs about it. Mm -hmm. You have specialized ink. You have specialized gum. You have specialized paper. And uh, you have different weights of paper. You have different colors of paper. 20-weight, uh, 20 24-weight, 16-weight, uh, brown, manila, different things. all kind of different uh, things that go into uh, making of that envelope. Now, these things are, are the, the gum manufacturers, the ink manufacturers, the paper manufacturers. They all have specific things they have to do before we get the end product of this envelope. And these envelopes are then uh, run off a roll on certain types of machines, and the machines are set up to where they put the inside tin in, the double window, the gum, or the print. Mm-hmm. These things are necessary, and we see the complexities of manufacturing and what man does to formulate and how he makes a product. Hmm. And this is worldwide. I mean, you can sure. you can take anything and manufacturing, but the end product is not how it begins because we got the raw materials, got the processes, you know, you've got countless people that are behind it. You have sales, you have dis distribution, you have ink mixers, you have gum mixers, you have testers, you know, you have quality of paper. And then we have machinery that, uh, runs 24 and seven. And these things, you know I've seen these changes all down through the years. Now I had a job, uh, as a cutter. They told me I was kind of small to be a cutter. Cause I was young back then 28 years mm-hmm. old, but, uh, if you would take each one of these envelopes and unfold them, you would have the shape of the die that's used to make these envelopes. And that's what, I, that's what I did for a number of years. I was a paper cutter. Hmm. And uh, we cut through uh, maybe 23 reams of paper, uh, maybe uh, 1,200, 1,300 pounds of load. And we had to position the die on the ream of paper. We had a hydraulic press that the board went under and came down and we cut these blanks out. We had to flip them over. These dives were dives are razor sharp. So mm-hmm. you know, but you know, we cut uh, some sometime in excess of five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars per day, one person. Mm-hmm. And we seen these, we stacked them up, we put them in the warehouse, they sent them out to the machines. And these these things I had done for years. And then they went on to uh Uh, to program hydraulic presses, which they call PHPs, and program hydraulic presses. presses. And they could could, could uh, save some man hours by automatically loading the paper into a a chute, and all the cutter has to do is just handle it with his hands. But still, that's that's thousands of pounds of paper Mm. a day. And the thing of it is that, you know, it's part of the manufacturing process. Mm. When someone gets a bill, there's something behind that envelope that that bill comes in. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we, we know, like we, we know, like I said, there manufacturing processes all over the world and different types of uh, processes, all formulated in the mind of man. Hmm. Now. Uh, I didn't want to go tip to tap for some people, but you know they talk about how God had made things and how you know He created things and the length of time that He took to make those things. From what my vantage point is, just me talking again, brother. That, uh, I always make that preference. God specializes in doing things in His own time. Mm-hmm. We as human beings are God-like because in our dominion over things, mm-hmm. but no, nothing is ever made instantaneously. Mm-hmm. It always has a thought and an idea and a design mm-hmm. that that thought and idea comes together and makes it into fruition. Man uses things to bring that to pass and such as I know our God does because the way he made things and the way things have manifested himself, he took his time to do it right. When he's when when he and, and there again, when he speaks a thing, that is his design. And when he brings it to pass, that is the fruition of that design from what he spoke. We know that for a fact. If anybody disagrees with me, you know, you can just tell me what my feelings won't be hurt. <laughs> and Ergo we go we <clears throat> see in uh second Peter how after the Lord initially fills us with the Holy Ghost, we follow on to walk with him. Because we're near about ready for the end product, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a process we must go through. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it spiritual addition. and mm-hmm. that's why I've termed it added value mm-hmm. for every for every facet we've just read. Add to our add to our faith virtue. Virtue is a is a mighty thing when we really look at virtue. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking here at the uh, commentator that says that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get his brother Sam. Get my Side 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 Okay, uh, this commentator asks: uh, the Peter urges his read readers to grow to spiritual maturity. Add to your faith indicates the areas of growth that follow after salvation. Virtue is moral excellence. Mm. Moral excellence. How can we arrive at moral excellence? We, we know that we, we've called to a, we've called, we we've been called to a higher plane of living, mm, right? Because Paul says, I press toward the mark of a high calling of, the, of, of God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. A high calling uh, in manufacturing, if the employees and the designers don't take their end product ser- seriously, what is going to come out of that is going to be defective. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of defective. We ran, we, we ran envelopes and orders. We used to run them. We used to run the census at, at one time. But I think we ran them twice. And for negligence of somebody not checking and doing their part to oversee the quality and production and the run speeds of of those envelopes, they have they have. To have to throw well, you couldn't throw the senses You had to send them out to get burned. But they're mm-hmm. throwing millions in the trash, mm-hmm. you know, millions of in the trash because of someone not paying attention. Wow. You know, what I mean, moral excellence is a higher plane in calling. But who's overseeing our moral excellence?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Lord God Almighty. Mm-hmm. So we have to be subject to the higher powers. When we submit ourselves under the mighty hand of God, then He's doing that work for us. Right? Yeah. Or we talk about being a vessel to honor. And we always talking about the clay and how God has molded us and made made us. The molding and making of that vessel is just the beginning because it has to be fit to be filled. And it can't be filled unless it's fit. Am I making any sense? Mm-hmm. Because you know, God is going God is calling for more excellence in everybody, from the pulpit to the door. Right. And these things we must adhere to because in the manufacturing process, people have lost we've lost orders because of you know we, they, we we've not didn't put the proper gum or the ink or even 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 the little significance of a misspelled word or a letter that's backwards mm-hmm. you know and people that have to, salesmen they're supposed to be proofreading these mm-hmm. things and catch these things so they they're, they're, it's got to be on point mm-hmm. so we see that if mankind is going to be that meticulous with goods and services how much more? is God going to be meticulous with us? Mm, yep. I mean, that, that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a vessel fit to honor? You know what I mean? If he's fashioning us and we allow him, and we're ourselves under the mighty hand of God, we are allowing God to start us on this journey to more excellence and spiritual addition. Mm. Any comment, brothers? Mm.
1: You no, know, it's just reminding me of um, in Ephesians 2, I was reading this morning. Okay. And he says in there, read it here. Uh, verse number eight, for by grace, are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And verse 10 says, for we are his workmanship. So that was reminding me of what you're talking about yes. with, you know, uh, quality control and all of that, you yes. know, that yes. he's the one overseeing our, our quality control created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So the point of our, of our lives and being fashioned and formed in the way that he's doing it is so that we accomplish those things he wants done, those good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, you know, when you're talking about the die, you're talking about the plan, you're talking about the, uh, the, um, uh what do they call it the proof uh yeah. you know of the way this thing's supposed to look the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to turn out mm-hmm. that's it right there you know is that that's how we're supposed to turn out is you know matching with the uh the die if you will or the 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 um image of Jesus hey, Christ man and so you know the calling and the and the election you know that we're that he talks about there uh, when he's talking about making it sure that's it you know is to look like and to act like and to sound like Jesus Christ well said and um you know you talk about quality control, talk about standards, talk about, you know, um, you know, when you said virtue and all those things, um, it is so, so easy to compare ourselves as the scripture says not to do, you know, within ourselves with someone else and say, well, you know, brother, so-and-so sister, so-and-so, you know, they, you know, uh, I'm doing pretty good compared to them. Right. Or that's mm-hmm. my standard. You know, we, we tend to fixate on people and say, well, that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they love the Lord and they're doing what's right. So I'm going to try to be like them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not always a bad thing, but it is if you've ignored or you're putting them in the place of trying to be like Christ, because then your standard's way off. Like you were just talking about, you know, you're you're offset, you know, by just a little bit, you're not centered on oh, the yeah. thing or, you know, yes. it's not going to turn out the way it's supposed to. And uh, so we have to constantly remind ourselves of that. We have to constantly uh, recalibrate, you know, our expectations and, and our, our aim, our goal on Christ, and that's part of reading the word every day. That's part of being in prayer mm-hmm. every day is that renewing the mind, that that um, you know, focusing, focusing yes, sir. refocusing on yes, sir. on Jesus himself.
0: Yes, sir. We uh well said, and when we when we and I've looked at this brother Simon, I'm I'm using myself Mm -hmm. because, like you said, it's easy to try to, you know, Sister Sobloski or Brother Sobloski, you know, they're doing this and it's not quite uh, up to snuff. But, you know, they still seem to be. No, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. Our our gauge is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we have an envelope with color on it and they give the customer gives a sample. And if that sample comes from a customer, it has to be right first from Mm -hmm. the source. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Because you can't have a customer give the wrong message or information at the source and the company follows through and they say, this is not what we wanted. No, I have proof. This is what you sent. This is what we did. So you're going to have to eat this cost because (laughs) it was your mistake. And then if, if it's our mistake, you know, quality control was one of the things that is very important in any manufacturing. Mm -hmm. When we was in the military at at, uh, 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 Fort Knox, Kentucky, it's a great big, huge billboard, and it had the biggest target on it, and the saying was, zero defects. Mm -hmm. Do it right the first time. Mm -hmm. That's quite a tall order. Yeah but zero mm. defects is what god is looking mm. for in us yeah, yeah. that he's trying to get from us but that's impossible for us mm. we can't manufacturing that type of uh uh, uh uh mindset to have zero defects because we got plenty of defects <laughs> you know i mean we yeah. all of us you know all the way through mm. i mean it just you know it's it's in our um, well can i say it dna wise it's mm. in there. You know, mm. we, yeah. bro, if we're going to be partakers of the divine nature, our whole format of who we are, it has to be broken down mm. and destroyed yeah. and rebuilt from the ground up. And mm. that's the work of the Holy Ghost. Mm. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Um, it talks about um, add to your faith uh, virtue, moral excellence. And it talks about knowledge, adding knowledge. Mm. How is knowledge added, brethren? I'm asking the question: <laughs> How is knowledge added? Studying, studying, yeah, I
2: yeah. reading. Uh, yeah, it takes a little bit of work.
0: Yeah, okay. And I don't disagree with that. Mm. <laughs> you, 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 gentlemen, are, 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 are use your hands, and you're mechanically inclined. And when I was young, took four years out of mechanics, engine rebuilding, overhaul. At that time, you know it has it, changed pretty now. Mm. But the, when you really learn hands-on, mm. it was OJT, <laughs> on the job training. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We and, and and don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not dismissing anything because it all coincides. When we read, we equip ourselves of what God expects of us and the knowledge the knowledge God is getting imputing into us. Mm-hmm. But when he takes you out of the schoolroom and puts your own OJT mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. real life, sure. that word becomes more than just words on a printed page. It right. becomes a it starts becoming a part of who you are going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The experience and walking with him is is to, is is necessary. It's the mm-hmm. it's a prerequisite for Living holy mm-hmm. and living a, with a right mindset, you're gonna be tried. Other than that, I mean, we're the same. The tests and trials are on the job train. Mm-hmm, yeah, sure. We got to go through this in a fashion as men suffering in the flesh, because they said to, they told me to say Doctor Jack Van Impey, if you've ever heard of him, had committed the whole New Testament to of uh, for memory and read it, read can read it verbatim, verbatim. Yeah. Wow. I, I I say this. It's good to have knowledge, but how can you apply knowledge if you don't have the experience on how to apply it? Mm -hmm. If you... Uh, you can see someone dressing a wound when he was in the military and they trained you how to, to treat sunken sunken chest wounds and what have you, you know, that you worked on a dummy and everything. But when you work on a real person, it's a whole <laughs> mm. different set of circumstances mm. and the whole different the fundamental things that we have to go through. They come to bear mm. and they come to bear real quick mm. because, you know, you want to have to think on your feet and you know? it's yeah. not, this is a person's life yeah. that you were in. It's not a dummy anymore. This right. is a real person. <laughs> The real, real people in real time when we're walking with God and we're, (laughs) we're not test subject. We're the subject of Mm -hmm. the test Mm -hmm. and God is issuing that edict that, you know, to get us prepared for a fight Mm -hmm. and brothers, we got to be prepared. That knowledge is, is, is essential if we're going to survive, Mm -hmm. but it's his knowledge and he gives that to us and that's, that, and from my from my standpoint, going through life, even as even as children, we learn by experience. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. And I said, don't touch the hot stove. Somebody said, well, go ahead and touch <laughs> it. You got an experience. It will burn you, mm. yes. Mm. But the fact of it, it registers so much deeper mm. than someone that's telling you, oh, yeah, it's in there. Yeah. So, on, so on, so on, so on, so you know what I mean? If you do this, it's nothing like experience. Mm. And and, and I, they used to tell us, well, you're going to the learning tree, which means that you're going to go <laughs> and bump your head a couple of times. Mm. You know, this is how children learn to walk, Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: falling. Yeah, that's how they develop their muscles and coordination, pulling up. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when you think about it, it's all relevant, brothers. It's Mm -hmm. all relevant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Comment, brothers, anybody. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I hadn't thought of it in exactly that way. But experience definitely does give more knowledge as well. It's another way of learning. Um, yeah. Who was it just talking about? Oh, uh, a woman we were helping out with our our job stuff. She was saying her son, actually. Uh, society, in some ways, has come around to where experience can actually be more valuable these days, in some instances, than uh, book learning, shall we say. There's her son, this woman, is actually going. He's He's interested in art. And he's already said and he he listens to all kinds of, you know, podcasts and people, Elon Musk being one of them. And Elon Musk has even said that college is pretty much it's for fun. If you want to learn something practical, all the knowledge is available on the Internet and then you have to just go and do it. So he's actually planning on going ahead and just I mean, he's been practicing his artwork for a while. And there's there are courses he can take online, just watching it, I think, on YouTube or somewhere. And he can learn a lot more that way sometimes than, he, than someone can learn something practical in that way better sometimes than they can in a school environment. Well, especially because schools, I mean, when I, when I went for a bit in college, uh, they have you take a bunch of extra stuff, too, that you're yeah. probably not going to use yes. a lot of it. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're going in for mechanics, you don't really need to learn a lot extra about English. I mean, yes, you should have good grammar and all that, but you don't need to learn a ton of advanced mathematics, let's say, or things of that nature. But mm. It's just oh, a real life yes. example that came up recently. <laughs> oh yes,
0: yes. But uh, Sam, anything? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when you're talking about um, on the job and everything, it's it's interesting because that's what we've started doing recently, uh, more so as mm-hmm. this with this uh, this whole venture that God's led us into, you know, uh, at a church projects where we're going around helping out folks in the community and, and, um, just as the Lord leads, you know, being able to share the gospel with them and, and getting to uh, minister to people directly mm. like that. And it really is on the job, <clears throat> excuse me, in more ways than one, you know, because we're getting opportunities to step into people's homes and engage them where they are literally Amen. and spiritually and physically and spiritually. And, uh, you know, and then to help them Amen. do what we can, you know, doing just some stuff that's not hard, you know, handyman work and that, and what whatnot. Uh, I think we're helping somebody move some furniture, you know, uh, tomorrow or the day after, you know, this kind of stuff. Amen. And it's what God led us into when we were praying with pastor and everything. But uh, one of the first ones we went to the other day, we were able to share with her Some of the things that God had been teaching us and laying on our hearts, you know, individually as we were in our Bible study time and we're, you know, in our prayer time and whatever. And it was, you know, we didn't even know that he was preparing us to be able to share this with her. And uh, she said, you know, even if even if you guys didn't come to do any work, you know, this would have been worth it to have you guys come out and to, um, you know, just share what God's been given showing you. And it was one of those moments where you really felt you know, the presence of God and the spirit of God working, and moving through everything we were able to share with her and, and just pray with her and everything. But it was, it really was one of those moments where, you know, we're seeing, uh, we are getting the chance to be a part of that ministry, you know, on the job of, of walking Amen. out and, and accomplishing it. Just like we see Jesus doing, just like we see in the book of Acts, you know, actually walking around, going into people's homes, praying with them, ministering to them. And, uh, so I was, it was very grateful for that opportunity and for the opportunity as God expands it gonna right. keep doing that. Um, but it was... That, as you said, there is there is a difference. There's a definite difference between just adding knowledge of just, okay, I know this and, and I've read it and, you know, I'm getting familiar with God and, and all of that. And then actually coming up against someone's life and the, whatever situation they're in and then trying to help them see, okay, but here's God's plan for your life or here's how these things apply and God wants to shape your Amen. life into his image, you know, and, and it's that that real world um wrestling and, and getting that, you know, yes, making sense of it all. Yes,
0: sir. Um, <laughs> walking in the beauty of holiness, mm. and i thought about that, and it didn't really register for a while, but the suffering and the tests and trials of his children, mm. you brother Sam, your brother Mark, myself, pastor, any child of God, is of great price mm. in the eyes of the Lord because you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to the Lord by the Lord Jesus Christ. When the sacrifices were burnt, the sweet smelling savior went up. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the eradication and the willing willingness willingness to let yourself be perfected mm-hmm. because of the love of Christ. It the, the the transformation from the earthly to the spiritual in that sacrifice. Is that training and that closeness that we start to really realize and gain knowledge and and we, we we can't get closer to God any other way but through this. Mm. Because if we can you know what Paul says, that, that I might know him in the power of the uh, power of the, the fellowship of his suffering mm. and his resurrection. Mm. That speaks that speaks volumes. When the Lord initially saves us, fills us with the Holy Ghost, we are very permeable as being molded. Mm. But we came to him because we had a need. We were tired, right. sick and tired, sick and tired of the life we were living. I know we had to be because, God, is all works of repentance. Yeah. When we gave him charge or let him have charge of our lives, then we, we 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 signed up for this. Our father, right. oh mm-hmm. hallelujah! And then feel the Holy Ghost. This is what we wanted. He has complete control because he has authority, and he paid the price for. it. We are His. Mm-hmm. I had a grandfather, and uh, people talked about him real bad. You know, mm-hmm. he was um uh, uh that far off from being. In the slave market when he was young, out of Kentucky, and he and he held he he hauled railroad ties with a mule. He's a pretty Mm. stout young man, pretty stout man, and uh, supposedly he couldn't read or write. And his name was Joshua, and uh, uh, people made fun of him, including my father, which was his 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 step his, his. the father in law, that. Josh couldn't read. The only way he get his news was looking at TV because he couldn't read. But he was looking at TV. But he had he had a skill, brothers. He was a master concreter. He could mm-hmm. he knew how to lay concrete and smooth it out like somebody that had been to school for it. He had that trade under his belt, mm-hmm. and he he did it perfect and flawlessly. Mm-hmm. And this is a man with uh, supposed to be ignorant there are plenty of stories of our ancestors back in the day your family my family that didn't have a lot of education i know mine didn't and the things that they did they did with robust and they did with uh, conviction because mm-hmm. it was serious and it meant something because there was pride that we they took in that mm-hmm. you know what i mean being uneducated didn't mean that you were a fool You're just uneducated. Sure. Didn't mean that you weren't intelligent Mm -hmm. because you understood a lot of things. People that have more knowledge couldn't understand because they were down here in grassroots things Mm -hmm. and working and doing things. You know, like I made the statement that uh, a friend of mine, her her grandfather call him Papa Gil. And he had a he had a, a grandson named Junie and Junie was raised in the admonition of God being the, 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 the leader and provider and, the, and the, and protector. Yeah. Well, Junie got, uh, uh, he got blessed. Now the people were poor and you know, they, but they had, they, they took care of each other. Well, Junie was able to go off to college. And then when Junie came back from college, uh, I guess Papa Gilla asked him. He says, "Well, what did you learn, son?" He said, "You still uh, believing in God?" And June out of Junie's mouth, said, "Well, uh, we don't call it that anymore, but we know there is a superior being." And this <laughs> this older sharecropper, uh, uh, former you know close to being slave like my grandfather, he laughed at this young man. And call him an educated fool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How many people do you know like that mm-hmm. right now, brothers? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. But God has God has given us the opportunity right now to be able to be a particular of his divine nature mm-hmm. and open up our understanding. And you know, I'm telling the truth mm-hmm. because of what he's doing with you guys, Amen. Yeah. I mean, he's doing it and he's doing it in the fashion, that you know, it's him.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: We can't get, we can't get the understanding of God any other way, but through him, by him and for him. Right. Amen. And you, we, we're in a blessed place, gentlemen, we're Amen. in a blessed place. Um, uh, I don't want to take too much time Maybe we can come back and visit this another time, you know, because mm. we got a little more fruit here to be uh to be involved with. But mm. but the main thing is that I'm looking at the fact that mankind has created monumental monuments they've done great things you know yeah. they've 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 done great things they're they have sending people to the space station and you know they're shuttling things back and forth they had a design and they brought it to fruition and they're doing it you know what i mean the fact of it is how powerful mankind's mind is and his mm. devices
2: mm-hmm.
0: but god is supreme
2: mm.
0: Amen. yeah Amen. Any comments, brother, God, that's all I got to say. Yeah. I
2: was going to say, I've been reading in Psalms, so I'm seeing what you were describing earlier, that God has a certain way for things. But uh, Psalms 22 through about 38 is where I've been at the last few days. And uh, it's, he makes it very clear right there that that's, that's the way things are meant to be. Because the follow through on that is if you do do that, God's the, all those all those chapters in different ways he's just describing what the difference is between the righteous man and the wicked man Mm. and the righteous man is how he established us to be it's how he designed us to be he wants us to be like that it's Mm. just like jesus the wicked man's gonna fail you know on the on Mm. in the opposite on the other side of the coin the wicked man is just gonna be cut off god's gonna protect you from him like yeah once again there's nothing but blessing Mm. For the for the person, like (laughs) God created things to work a certain way. Yes, sir. If you try and fit into that mold that God has for you, yes, sir. And His will, you're only going to get blessed, and Mm. your life's just going to get better. Amen. However, if you're wicked and stuff, you you may have short term blessings, but it's it's always going to fail. Mm. There you go, yes, sir. Mm -hmm.
0: But, amen. Amen to that. Yes, sir. Well, praise
1: God. Yeah, that's uh that's some good stuff to chew on there. Like you said, that's some meat. Mm-hmm. Some meat there. Yes sir. And uh Second Peter yeah. chapter one. And um, you know, God will God will increase your life. God will add opportunities to your life if you're looking for him, if you ask him for mm-hmm. them. If you are seeking him, he'll show himself to you. And if you're seeking, you know, more uh responsibility, you know, it's it's kinda of reminds me of the you know the classic, the kid, you know, asking his parents for a dog, a puppy, or something. You know, it's like, now are you going to take care of him? Are you going to feed him? Are you going to, you know, because you want the the fun stuff, the fun side of it, right? That's you right. want all That's the right. blessings, like you just said, the righteous man, you know, gets blessings. You want all the the um, the accolades, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. that come with living the life that God wants for us. Come on now. But there's work involved. Come on now. There's pressure. There's discipline. There's all that stuff involved. Come and, on now. You, know, you gotta yes, sir. you gotta feed the puppy. You gotta make sure the puppy's house trained. Oh, you know, all glory, that stuff. Glory. yes. So yes. um so you true. know, that's and it's the same thing with the Christian life. You know, it's it's it is given to us for free. You know, all you have to do is receive it, all you have to do is mm-hmm. is um, accept, you know, salvation, the way God presents mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as as, you know, we like to reference Acts two thirty eight, so succinct, you know, mm-hmm. that you repent. You you turn away. You reject your sin. You understand. You know the the wrongness of it. You uh put subject yourself to God. Mm-hmm. You know you you're 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 baptized in the name of Jesus, and then He does His part. You know He says, "All right, now that you, you know you're mine, I'm going to put my seal on you. Give you the right. Holy Spirit." And then <laughs> that's also going to empower you to be able to accomplish that's all right. this stuff. That's right. And Amen. that's the other thing, you know, we've been through that of trying to live the life, trying to live the Christian life, mm-hmm. trying to be uh, like the image of Christ without the power of Christ. See? It's not possible. You will not make it. You'll be frustrated. You will get aggravated. Ooh, you will so constantly true. be asking yourself, so uh, even though you're putting up a face for everyone else, you're constantly on the inside so asking yourself, true. how is this supposed to work? There's no way. This, there was a lady we were talking to the other day and, and um, the Lord just kind of shared with me to, to speak to her that... You you can't run you know your rocket ship Of the Christian life, off of a wood-burning stove, like you you, just—you can't use the fuel, the wrong fuel—to run this life. You know, if if you're operating in the flesh, you're operating in just your limited amount that you have in you, and and maybe in your soul or whatever. That's not enough. It cannot Um, be—not just to not be good enough, but to power to actually launch out into the venture that God wants for you. You're going to burn out every time. Um, So you do. You need the Holy Spirit, and you need to do it His way. You know, to seek His guidance on it and uh, so i just thank god for Hallelujah. for teaching us for guiding us for giving us stuff like this in the Hallelujah. word that we can chew on that we can keep keep moving up even if it's a little bit one step at a time mm-hmm. you can keep mm-hmm. keep moving along so thank you so much for sharing that with us today Amen. mother and uh, appreciate both of y'all being here today Amen. and uh, we're praising god for this podcast for the ministry that uh, the opportunity that we have as mentioned earlier, if you're on here live on Facebook, uh, give us a shout out, let us know, give us a comment or a like or whatever. And uh, please, if you hear something in this that has blessed you, share it with someone else so that we can continue to spread the word, continue to uh, fill the airwaves with the doctrine of Jesus Christ, we can continue to minister uh, as best we can through the things God's placed uh, in our path. And uh, we thank you, as always, for joining us. If you'd like to come visit us uh, physically here at at a church, Antioch the Apostolic Church is at one eleven forty East 10th Street in in Indianapolis. And uh, we have services Wednesday night starting at 7.30, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 6.30 p.m. And uh, we'd love to have you come join us. Uh, It's always a great time of worship, of studying the Word, of of really trying to seek the face of God and see what He wants uh, with His people, and a good time of fellowship as well. So uh, we'd love for you to join us. And uh, otherwise, we will see you again next time. And God bless. Amen. Amen. All right.